imperfections as she can with makeup, still feels that she cannot leave her house without full makeup. Her trademark scarlet lipstick, the first thing she puts on every morning, before her underwear even, before her bath. But these days, her makeup is sometimes patchy, her lipstick smudging over the lines in her lips, lines that they warned her about in the 80s when her son tried to get her to stop smoking, holding up photographs in magazines of women with dead, leathery skin. I can't give up smoking, she would say, frowning. I enjoy it too much. But I promise you, as soon as I stop enjoying it, I'll give it up. The day is yet to come. Thirty years younger, and she would never have dared trespass, swim naked in an empty swimming pool without permission. Thirty years younger, and she would have cared too much what people thought. Wouldn't have cut flowers or carefully dug up a few strawberry plants that would certainly not be missed to replant them in her own garden. But thirty years younger, and perhaps if she had dared and had been caught, she would have got away with it. She would have apologized, would have invited the couple back for a drink, and the husband would have flirted with her, would have taken the pitcher of rum punch out of her hand and insisted on pouring it for her as she bent her head down to light her cigarette, looking up at him through those astonishing green eyes, flicking her blonde hair ever so slightly and making him feel like the most important man in the room, hell, the only man in the room, the wife be damned. Thirty years younger, and the women might have ignored her, but not as they do now because they think she's the crazy woman in the big old house on the bluff, but because they were threatened, because they were terrified that she might actually have the power to take their men, ruin their lives. And they were right. Not that she ever did. Not back then. Of course, there have been a few affairs, but Nan was never out to steal a man from someone else. She just wanted some fun. And after Everett died, after years of being on her own, she came to realize that sometimes sex was, after all, just sex, and sometimes you just had to take it where you could find it. The village of Syasconset, known to all simply as Sconset, is burning with a bright morning light by the time Nan arrives on her bike. She cycles past the Sconset Café, round the corner past the bookstore that isn't a bookstore but sells liquor instead, and hops off to go to the general store to get some food. All the way at the back there is still a refrigerator stuffed full of yogurt, milk, eggs, the bare essentials of life, but the rest of the store is taken up with gourmet foods, sesame crackers, delicious sweet meats, and with designer candles and the necessary wall of T-shirts, baseball caps, and tote bags advertising that the tourists had been to Sconset for a vacation, were wealthy enough to afford to come to a place where billionaires play. As always, she heads to the back, nodding at the tourists, waving hello to the woman behind the cash register. She is a familiar sight in Sconset, her long linen skirts floating behind her as she cycles along on a rusty old Schwinn. It is not a bike you see often these days, with its huge oversized basket on the front, but it is the one that she and Everett bought when they spent their first summer here, back in 1962, when she was 20, and he'd brought her home to Windermere to meet his parents. Nan cycles slowly, 
one hand lightly balanced on the handlebar, the other wielding a cigarette. She waves at everyone she passes, greets them with a smile, stopping to chat if the whim takes her or if she sees a neighbor busy in the garden. Most wave back, but more and more often she is noticing the change in people around here. The people who don't wave back, who pretend they don't see the crazy blonde lady on the old bicycle. The people who are so bright and shiny, so clean and perfect as they walk down Main Street tapping on their iPhones. It almost hurts to look at them. This wouldn't have happened had she been thirty years younger, she thinks from time to time, when yet another young, glamorous New York couple hesitate as she approaches them, weaving wildly on her bike as she attempts to light her cigarette without stopping. Thirty years ago, he would have pulled a lighter out of his pocket and lit it for her, instead of turning when his wife prods him, sneering with distaste, as Nan's cigarette lights and the smoke.